If you guys got to be in any movie franchise, horror franchise, which one would you pick and what would your role be? It really doesn't matter which one I pick. My role would be the first minority to be killed pretty early on. Can you go into that a little more? Why? <laughs> Why? Because I'm a minority and black people and when they're not around Hispanic people and when they're not around Asian people are always the first to go. So you think you would be typecast straight Absolutely. into that role? Okay. Wow. I thought maybe we had progressed a little further since uh, then. You've just watched a bunch of horror movies. You know that we haven't. Hey, House on Haunted Hill. Black dude's the guy that was at the end. Fair. That's true. And in the original Night of the Living Dead. But then he just mm-hmm. gets shot anyway. Well, this is so. your dream role. And you just said, I want to die first. Uh, look, because I legitimately, of my no, look, I legitimately <laughs> would rather die right away in these kind of movies. Because I have no survival skills. None. Very limited self-defense <laughs> options, to be honest. Um, okay. So why would I just want to be chased around and inevitably know I'm probably going to die? Uh, so I was posing this question more of that you were going to be an actor. Oh, <laughs> none. I'm a You're terrible like, I actor. I want to be the dead guy, first off. I don't act at all, so none. So the director. Just, thank you, but I decline your offer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, is I, okay. this is a what-if experience. I'd prefer so. to write it if possible. Okay. All right, well, that's, a, and that's then an answer. I actually would like to do, I'd like to write A Nightmare on Elm Street. That'd be dope. Oh, that'd be fun. Fuck your question. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Garrett, what about Try you? Try again, Mark. <laughs> yeah. My answer would be a country bumpkin uh, cannibal. <laughs> country bumpkin. Because <laughs> I want to know what people taste like. You know, we can we can find something. We can work this out, Mark. All right. You know, there is a sexual fetish people who like to be eaten. That's weird. Yeah, so you connect with those people, and I Welcome. retract my answer. Welcome back to creepy sex talk with, with John. People. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, I was posing the question more as if you had a chance to be in uh, work in a horror film, not yeah, be I gave you the my subject. Answer. If we're talking about working, not in a, a subject film, of, working. Um, oh yeah, wow! I want to be the hey, let's eat people. Like, I'd like to be, the, know, be fun. the key grip, if possible. I think I'd be a good key grip. I would want to be. A, I want to work in a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Absolutely. What part? I ooh, I would kind of want to say writer, maybe director, depending on how much involvement. I would do it Rob Zombie style, where I would probably like help write it, not sole write it, but help write it, and then uh, probably direct it. Because again, I think what makes those movies so incredibly creepy is just Jason as a force. Yeah, and I would want to make sure that that comes across like on a screen. force in nature. Yeah, that'd be cool. What about like a gaffer though? You could be a gaffer. Oh, I'd be a hell of a gaffer. <laughs> you, you, you're, you were intent on being behind the camera. You don't want to be out in front. You're like, I just know yeah. I would suck so bad that I'm no, going to be working. That's true. I'd act in it too. Right I'll, I'll be, I'll be yeah. camper Writing number seven. Star. There you go, Quentin Tarantino style. I'm in. Let's but I'm not going to be the quirky sidekick. Caterer. I mean, I can yeah. do a lot of roles to be honest. <laughs> I mean, like, give me that craft service role, John. You can work on my Friday the Thirteenth movie. Sweet. I don't know what movie they're doing, but man, look at this spread. Yeah, <laughs> bro, got so many different kinds of cheeses. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark, and again, I'm joined by John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? Hola, es como estas? Oh, well, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm going to shake my head and say yes. John would like to translate. Donde esta la biblioteca? What podcast am I on now? <laughs> El gato está en la estufa. Am I in Spanish favor. class? Hola. You guys know too many words. <laughs> 
Today's episode brought to you by Goya. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing fine. I got to practice uh, all seven of the Spanish words that I know. So great. <laughs> it's really a good day. Well, I hope you can use them in today, like going. Uh, I just did. I used them all. Well, I mean, in like <laughs> when you go to the gas station or go to the, the the grocery store, make sure to use them outside. See. So, what are we talking about today, Garrett? Today we are going to talk about horror series franchises, uh, movies that have um, like three to four or more uh, entries into them. Um, not necessarily like movies that like count the reboots. I mean, we can count the reboots at the end, but we're talking about like long running series. Uh, things like the classic Leprechaun series or mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity or, you know, Friday the 13th, you know, like stuff like that. So if they only have one sequel... Does that disqualify you? I would say yes. You have to have more than two movies. I would say three is the bare minimum. Four is the target number. And anything above that is just gravy. Okay. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get into that. So it's it's definitely interesting to see some of the movies that have gone on to become franchises. Um, what uniquely makes them <laughs> something good enough to become a franchise is still a mystery to me a lot. As you guys know, I don't. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of horror movies, and uh, I'm not a huge fan of like the really super campy type stuff. Well, but- it's a complicated question, but the main answer is probably money. If you make a lot of money, you're gonna get, and you continue to make a lot of money, you're gonna they're gonna keep making movies. Specifically in Greenlight horror, the next yeah. yeah. If you if you spend two million um, and then you make five, guess what? You someone's getting a sequel. Yes, yeah. it may not be you. But they're like, hey, thanks for the franchise. We're going to just pump money. And I don't feel like that works out in favor for a lot of these movies. Because yeah, the sequels not. and the third movie and stuff like that tend to just be garbage in a lot of cases. But there are some movies that keep it going. Like somehow keep things yeah. running. Um, like so- Critters. <laughs> How did they get four movies out of Critters? Was there four well, Critters movies? Yes. Okay. I think it's, you know, horror movies depend on brand recognition, I think, a lot more than other kinds of movies, right? People like, oh, Conjuring, I really like the first Conjuring. All right, I'll go see the second Conjuring or whatever, you know, and then then they just kind of keep that going on for a while. And also a lot of their target are like teens, and teens just love to watch the same shit over and over Well, it's a revolving door. It's a revolving door. There's always going to be teens. That's why there's always going to be... New crop of viewers. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and they're always going to be like hungry for that type of movie. So I think that's why we see a lot of these things come out yearly. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the one Saw? Saw is a good example of that. Yeah. Like where every Halloween there was a Saw movie yeah. for a while. Eight, nine now. Jigsaw just yeah. came so out was this that year. Nine? I thought it was like six or seven. No, it's like eight, eight or nine. Yeah, kidding? it's way. Yeah, I don't up even there. keep track of these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, six. That was like two thousand seven. Come on, man, <laughs> get with <laughs> it. Um, it's not a franchise. <laughs> enjoy. What can I say? See, yeah, I also kind of thought. What would trigger a franchise is an iconic character like a Jason or a Leprechaun or a Freddy. Is there we, a formula to uh, making a franchise? I don't think there's a formula necessarily, but I think that that is... See, I always thought that would kind of be the the linchpin, you know, yeah. a character that you could carry on. There's probably got to be some like but thread of see, continuity. We see like Paranormal Activity and The Conjuring. These movies have like multiple yeah. sequels. And I'm like, well, what's iconic about them? Well, like paranormal what? activity, it's the entity that's consistent through each movie. So is there it is is a the thread. ghost? There is okay. a thread that goes from one to four, okay. five even, too. Right? All the way through. Everyone is even about the, the same. Even the marked ones? Yeah. That's like the whole spiel about where this thing came from. But yeah, okay. all the whole paranormal uh, activity franchise. So there is canon. There's paranormal activity canon. Yeah, it yes, goes deep. Is. You're about to enter. The, we'll show you how far <laughs> this rabbit hole goes. Um, no, but there is a, a canon to it. And then with The Conjuring, I think it's 
it's the two people, right? There's the guy and the girl. The ghost hunter team, yeah. right? The, the, the so your, husband your and wife team. And those are based off sound. real people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, having a conversation with, with a friend of mine, and he was telling me that like these were real people who like investigated the stuff. Like like the Annabelle doll was like something they investigated. Clearly the stories are embellished, right? But yeah, yeah they're based on an actual based people. Based on a true story in yeah. the okay. loosest sense okay. of the word. Uh, with that note, I mean, it definitely, you know, seems like there's there's unique stuff that makes these um, profitable and, yeah. and long term. Do you have a specific, you know, Mark or John, do you have a specific franchise that you're like, ride or die, this is my franchise? Like if they make a if they make a blank 27, you better believe I'm there. It's going to be Nightmare on Elm Street for me. You know, I really love the whole dream concept, the dreamscape. Um, that just that whole premise is really awesome and then when you like dig into it and we still you know have no idea what dreams are and all that kind of stuff adds like this whole cool second layer of like i don't know maybe it could happen i think your answer is going to fall within when you ask that question i think every franchise has a movie that stumbles and falls flat oh for sure you're gonna ask me like multiple oh look after jason goes to manhattan do I want to see more? Absolutely not. But they still popped out four more right. of those. But after Jason goes to Manhattan, we eventually got Jason versus Freddy, which was actually not that terrible. I like that one. Yeah. That is a good So you film. just got to hang through, right? After the last uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which I can't remember, Freddy, you know, where he blows up in 3D, we got Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. That was a really, really that good movie. That was a great movie. I film. love New Nightmare. So. I hated Freddy versus Jason. I got drugged to that on a date. <laughs> and I remember like sitting there in my seat going, Looking over at my date, being like, she's pretty, but she's not this pretty. <laughs> like, I know that sounds terrible, but like, I hated Freddy versus Jason. The I moment like the, the so, rave scene in the cornfield happened, I was like, that too late crossover film was the last that that franchise saw until the reboots. Right. Now, oh, okay. the reason that I like Freddy versus Jason so much is the actual plot that gets them two together. So, just to fill you in, Garrett, if, if, if this is why I like it, is that the town of uh, Springwood. They've all but forgotten about Freddy. And Freddy gets his power from people remembering and being scared. Hmm. Because he's been entirely forgotten, he can no longer show up and haunt this town. The last two people that remember him have been put into an asylum and they're giving him drugs that won't let them dream. And nobody believes in Freddy anymore. So what he does, now that both characters has had their go to hell movie, (laughs) is he goes in, while he's in hell, he finds Jason. And he pretends to be Jason's mother, wakes him up, reanimates his corpse in Crystal Lake. He comes up and he he instructs Jason, you got to go to Springwood. There's some bad kids that need to be punished. So Jason rolls into Springwood and starts murdering. And the town starts waking up and be like, oh, fuck, is this Freddy? Yeah. And Freddy slowly regains his power oh. and comes back. It's a good premise. On paper, that yeah. is a decent premise. In in execution, I remember great. hating that movie. It's got some cheesy moments, <laughs> yeah. like whenever the caterpillar decides he's going to smoke weed with the stoner. Right. Yeah, see. But I want, I like that because it was actually creative use of dreams, right? Which is other big, movies. That's my remake. enjoyment out of the Freddy series right. is making the creative. And two, it kills. does not take itself very serious. It was not a movie that was out there like really trying to get scares. And it I knew feel like that was. was that was the loss for me as like, you know, this is the the King Kong versus Godzilla. This is like the you know right, that's the thrill in Manila. Place. I mean, this is like a huge thing. And then literally it was just this kind of like throwaway kind of like, oh, we're going to have it kind of be fun and campy. It's like, no, this is some major shit. And when they actually fight, and this is, I know this is nitpicky, 
But everyone, you get a punch, I get a punch. You get a punch, I <laughs> well, get a punch. I think and that had like, to do oh. with studios wanting to make sure that their guy got his moment. Right. Well, they're both owned by the, the same studio now. Are they? Yes. That's okay. how they got I think that was the. Movie. I think that was the writers being like, we don't want to piss off one right. fan this base versus the other. This is going all the way back yeah. to comics, right? Where it'd be like Superman versus the Flash or whatever. And it's always an ambiguous tie-ish ending. Yeah. Like, so no one ever wins. had to end that way. But I was, I, was up, I was upset that I was like, because uh, I mean, the thing is, it'd be one thing if like, Freddie just dominated the shit out of Jason for like most of the movie. And then Jason was like, oh, you know what? I'm done with this. Let's fuck this dude up. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But it, So the back half of that film is once Freddie finally is, a, is back, he's being remembered. He's starting to do his terrorizing of the people in the town. His kills are being stolen by Jason. Yeah. Like there's oh. a moment where he's coming in for the kill and she just disappears from her dream because she's dead. Yeah. And he's like, Argh, that was mine. That movie's better than you think. You should I watch need to, it again. I need to revisit that because, that, it, again, in premise, yeah. that sounds and That's when they start versing is yeah. because you're stealing my versing. kills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay, so it's, it's Nightmare on Elm Street for you, John. Yeah. Mark, what's yours? I'm going to say probably the same one. Um, I enjoy that out of all the slasher uh, franchises yeah. that exist. Like Nightmare is far – because I enjoy the funny quips, pr- probably all the things you hate it for. I, no, that's why I like it too. Though, no, I'm man. saying Garrett, yeah. Garrett's not a fan of the the quippy, jokey, right. and then murders. Like that's what makes. I uh, love that you Freddy hate murders. Me. I just couldn't stand his personality. Yeah, yeah. Either love it or hate it, right? Because if you love it, that's like what you're going to see. But if you mm-hmm. hate it, it must be so like just ingratiating. And it just got worse and worse. And I say yeah. worse. I mean, it just got more and more. Well, they did eventually defined. go over the top with it for sure. And just as, uh, to answer where I said it depends on when in the franchise history that you asked me that question. Um, after the third paranormal activity, which I think is the high point of that franchise, I would have said, yes, let's have more. Right. But now you ask me today, I'm just like, no, nah, we're good. Like, you guys that. have done what you're going to do with that thing. We're not seeing anything new out of I think the they are done. I don't think they're making Yeah, I didn't see any on the slate. No. So, yeah, they're probably done with they that. Pretty but, wrapped, they pretty much wrapped up the story, which... Yeah. It's pretty interesting because they wrapped up the story with like the bad guys winning, which never happens. So that was pretty cool. in a few cases, but it is pretty rare. Yeah, but especially for the end of such a long franchise where it's like, oh, you lost. I only saw the last one once in the theater, so I'm a little blurry on how that wraps up. They like up. successfully reanimate the, the, the demon, demon that's person been... or whatever that's okay. supposed to bring about the apocalypse, which sounds like a much better movie than what we saw, but uh, they stopped with him being reanimated. So Gotcha. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, I I saw the first two paranormal activity. Which one's the one with the Xbox? Um, That's number two. With okay. The Connects uh, sensor. Yeah. That That's the, the last one I saw, and I was just like. Wow, there's a lot of jump scares, and there's nothing else involved with this movie. Yeah. So well, that's what the movies are essentially. And yeah. the Xbox thing was pretty clever for its time. Again, it had that some was great pretty, ideas, yeah. and I was like, oh, but then again, the story was just so. Yeah, which mm. one was the third one? Was that the '80s one? That's the one in the '80s with the two. Yeah, two I do like the '80s one, and I think yeah. that one was very well done. I you agree. seem to like that one. You've mentioned yeah. that a couple times. It's a good. So. It's probably the best uh, of the. But I like the original, and it sounds like you don't. Uh, but the, the moments the of like the the wife standing next to the bed, then fast forwarding the clock, and her still yeah. standing there, that literally creeped me out. No, no, no doubt. There's some genuinely creepy moments, but the thing is, it'd be like you know, like watching a football game. Where there's like five really good plays, yeah. and then the rest of the time they're just standing around patting. Butts. It's like a Three Stooges uh, episode in between each creepy. But isn't pick. it fun to hate Nico? Oh, yeah, 
it's the bumbling not, man with the camera. It's not. It hard. was fun, and then it became. <laughs> and then it then it never stops, yes. and you're just like, I'm done with this. I would have gotten divorced by now. Yes. <laughs> you know? Thankfully, I've made some headcanon that helps. I just imagine <laughs> the demons making everyone stupider. Because real human beings yes. do not. We're gonna wait it out in the house. Like, yeah. get the hell out. Go to mom's. It's impossible. Like, it's... Well, the thing is, at the moment where they're like, I remember this part. I'm not trying to like tangent into paranormal <laughs> activity, but like the moment they're like, well, let's just go. And then like the expert they call and goes, yeah, that won't work. It'll just follow you. Yeah. And it's like, what's your evidence? He's like, so anyway, like I said, it won't work. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, we're just gonna accept this. Moving okay. on. Dude, yeah. he's like, don't worry about that. It's my house. I'm gonna defend this shit. From a demon. And then he's like, let's put some baby powder on the floor. That's my big idea. Oh, I hate him so much. <laughs> I, there's such a character. Did I've he never... at least make a symbol? No. Like a protective just, spell? No, he just put baby powder down to oh, see yeah, yeah. the hoofs. Right. That was his great idea. But that, that guy, was for the audience. To that guy's see that protective was spell there. is the 311 band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. Like, oh, my God. I just don't understand. <laughs> we'll get back to paranormal activity. Yes. So, All right. So, but as a whole, so number Nightmare three. On, Nightmare on Elm Street for both of you yeah. guys. Is so, like, yeah. If I had to pick something more modern, it'd probably be Insidious. I actually really like that I've only seen the first one of that. Everyone. So far, they only have three, I think. That's yeah, about astral four. projection, right? It's like a weird... It's just good, man. And there is a demon involved um, who's like trapped in film, I guess. I don't know. It's just really good. <laughs> you know, there's so many that I like... Again, not a huge not a huge horror guy, so I don't like watch a lot of these in the franchise and stuff like that. But due to the fact that I'm just not a huge camp person like for this kind of stuff, yeah. you know, like, I feel like the Dead series was pretty solid, like the Night of the Living Deads, the Dawn of the Deads, the Day of the Deads. Oh, yeah, those um, are all good. I feel like, for the most part, the majority of that, we get into some crazy areas with Land of the Dead, you know, Twilight of the Dead, all that kind of <laughs> I garbage. thought you were talking about Evil Dead at first. I was oh, like, no, is that no. a franchise? Believe it or not, it I'm is. not an okay. Evil Dead fan. You know, we didn't talk about it in the remake episode, but I actually really love the Evil Dead remake. That one was, it was really well solid. So, Garrett, yeah. in the past, you've mentioned to me about uh, your issue with the Evil Dead franchise is that it gets too campy and jokey and yes. one-liners, and that's actually why I love it so much. Agreed. That's yeah. probably why I'm so like in with the Freddy crowd of who likes the the jokey creative kills. The remake strips all that shit out. It is. Really? It is so, so you bloody check though. out the remake of Evil Dead. Okay, um, I, I will. That'll be my homework. I, I will highly check out recommend the Evil it, Dead man. remake because. Again, the thing is, is like you know, I deal with I deal with like stress and stuff like that by joking. Like yeah. you know, like it doesn't matter. Like I could be watching someone get like you know murdered in front of me, and I'd be like, it would be hard for me not to try to crack a joke to basically make myself feel less uncomfortable. So when when Freddie's making jokes, when you know Ash is making jokes and stuff, I'm just kind of like, eh, I'm like okay, you you don't do anything for me. It's like he's like okay, now you're just I see them as coping as opposed to. Being true I to their it, nature. I, for me, I see it, them taking joy in their work. Like yeah. Freddie is enjoying murdering these dudes, Actually, and he's going to let you know it about more it. More terrifying in a sense about how much fun they are having, inflicting joy on others. There is no now, Ash, maybe not so much because he's not murdering; he's just <laughs> fighting the undead, right? But yeah, uh, it's like Freddie loves his job, man. He wakes up every morning. He's like, "I'm going to kill some people today." <laughs> What's on the planner? Yeah. Oh, kill, Ooh. kill, murder. <laughs> I would love like a behind-the-scenes documentary of Freddie, where it's like you know, like he like plans for weeks, like comes with these like crazy, like oh, I, oh, this is a bad idea. No, he's like, <laughs> scratch pads with like it's like eight mile for Freddie. <laughs> <He's, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, I'll watch that. Yeah, um, that. let's toss that. So yeah, the Dead series is probably it for me just because, again, it dealt with a lot of issues that I thought were like pretty intriguing, um, juxtaposed against, you know, the zombie stuff. 
the one I find the least enjoyable is Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Night of the one Dead. The mall? That's the one in the mall. Yeah. Oh, I like the That's mall the one, one that everyone loves and everyone like remembers. I like the remake. Day of the yeah, Dead I also like the is my favorite. Like Day of the Dead is basically the breakdown of humanity. I wish there was more movies set during the breakdown stages of society because I, I like those. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my favorite horror movie is 28 Days Later. And I one. feel like it encompasses everything great about horror. And I can get that to another time. So let's. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, probably yeah. the Dead series. I've got me. a huge hole in my uh, horror movie viewing, and that the Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, like all those original. Other than what was the black and white one, Night of the Living, Living Dead. Yeah, Dead, that yeah. one I've seen, but all yeah. the follow-ups I'm really not familiar with. Dawn, I find it's very interesting because it, it gets into the humanity of like the connections you you have with people and what it means to survive. But Day is really just kind of like okay, shit is broken. There's no fixing this. Now, how do we survive? And then to, to see how different people do that. And there's also this, there's some other subplots, but yeah. it really, like, if you've seen 28 Days Later, you've seen Day of the Dead, kind of. I think we could talk about that uh, yeah. probably in length. Uh, in another <laughs> we should do like a zombie episode and we just get it out of the way. That, yeah. yeah. So, um, so for the Evil Dead series, just to kind of get back to what we were talking about that, um, that is a weird franchise because the original has none of the jokiness, right? None of the camp. Um, Which is what does, I think the Evil Dead remake was meant to remake. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But it does star Bruce Campbell. Then they bring in Evil Dead 2, comes out in like 86. Yeah. That's when it starts to get the jokey camp, and it's almost like a 1.5 right, version of Evil Dead. Because some of, some of the events in the first one are retold here. Yeah. Hmm. And then it goes into, at the end, he gets sucked into the wormhole. Oh, and right, then and that's where we get Army of Darkness. Where it's set in the past, and now he's in like the medieval time, fighting alongside the forgot, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. That's the that was my entry to that series, okay. and maybe that's why I like it so much because I was young and I loved all the jokes and him being all, "Give me some sugar, baby," you know, all that <laughs> shit. Um, then we got the remake, right? Which is I think me and John definitely go watch that. Garrett, it's great. Yeah. And then after we got the remake, um, then we get a television show that's going to be on season three. In 2018, Ash versus the Evil Dead. So Which I've heard is pretty good if you enjoyed the kind right. of campy hmm. Evil Dead. They definitely capture that uh, element, and we finally got more of Ash. And uh, you know, as a f- like, I was a huge Army of Darkness fan growing up, and I just like, when do we get another one? When do we get another one? Took 20 some odd years. You know, that one came out in 1992, 93, yeah. And then in 2014, here we finally got that follow up to you know my favorite dim witted hero. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing that, like, you know, like, when I say, like, oh, I really dislike that kind of stuff, it's just, it's more not for me. I'd never, like, not want to see that stuff be an option for people because I know that a lot of people dig that kind of stuff. I mean, I love really shitty movies. We're talking, like, like Time oh, yeah. Cop, things like that. Well, me so, and you get into cop. some bad film. Yeah, so, so. I, I get, like, you know, like, okay, it's got that kind of dumb humor, that kind of dumb feel to it. In horror, though, I have a hard time accepting that because, again, it's like, you know, Why? You know, but again, that's just just me. So yeah, I get that. So we've talked about our the series that we like, probably our our favorite like franchise series that we're we're really into. What's the one series that you just cannot stand? Like, what's the one franchise that you're just like, why is this even a thing? I I got two answers. I got two <laughs> questions and two one answer. One answer. <laughs> I don't understand why The Conjuring is becoming its own franchise. I like The Conjuring. So far, they've all been pretty solid. I liked the first one. I thought the second one was bad. Eh. And now we've got, 
like two more in the pipe. Annabelle and and we got Annabelle these Creation. all these offshoots going on. And mm-hmm. this year we're gonna look forward to the nun. You know what I actually really conjuring spinoff. I'm looking forward to the nun. She's a pretty creepy character. And the crooked man. Another crooked Spoiler. man. Remember whenever that little wheel was spinning around in part two, and it was like the the motion, the little oh yeah yeah yeah. The character in that is going to okay. get his own film. You know what else is coming? Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited for a Slenderman movie. You guys know about Slenderman? Sort of. Yeah. Uh, it is a Reddit created horror from, film. Yeah, creepy pasta. Like creepy pasta. Yeah. I mean, it's there's some imagery. Again, the problem is, is like I feel like Slenderman has kind of become its own mythos thing yeah it's that has been ungoverned for so long to actually try to put a official like big movie, budget movie yeah. canon to it is going to be interesting i would yeah. like to see them do it well but i feel like that movie is just going to be like 90 percent jump scare and then right four percent payoff and well the then, audience is going to be like 14 year olds so i imagine uh, i'm surprised you're getting to do that after that whole right. murder thing that yeah happened. I know, so it's it's um, it's the, gonna be interesting. The slender anyway. the Slenderman imagery in the photos I've seen is definitely creepy. As yeah, shit. it's really good. So, um, so I don't know how you translate that to a film, though. But <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Also, I don't recommend uh, photoshopping Slenderman into your aunt's uh, kids' photos on Facebook. <laughs> Did you do that? They don't appreciate that. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the kids might appreciate it. <laughs> but um, okay, so the Conjuring's one that you're hmm. just. Is it that you don't like it, or is it you just don't understand? I didn't why think it, it was is. good enough to have its own thing. Okay. I think it was a monetary reaction to these are oh, all monitoring made a butt ton of money. Let's make another and another and a spinoff, and now you've got your own horror thematic universe going. See, on. that's how I feel about Paranormal Activity. Every one of these are monetary, though. I mean, the reason we have a Freddy universe is because the first one made a ton of money, and the second one made a lot of money. Sure, and, and third, it sounds you know, like Conjuring has its fans. Yes. Um, but movie two, you got into the nun, and all I could see was a character from Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> looks like the observer's holding his Does brain. Does it look like observer? <laughs> yeah. So the whole time I'm looking, I was like, all I can think of now is Mystery Science Theater and how much I'd rather be watching that. <laughs> uh, I like the content. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. And then they start singing Kumbaya, and I was like, I'm checking out. I mean, there are some, there are some gaps. Two is significantly weaker than one, but I thought it was okay. Um Annabelle was all right. Annabelle Origins. So Annabelle is related to the Conjuring, or mm-hmm. is that in like the original Conjuring inside of the Ghost Hunter's house? They have a cabinet with all the demon possessed items. Yeah, which I know is a real which thing. They have is a doll. Okay, that Annabelle so doll. Annabelle yeah. is the prequel of them, I guess, investigating the doll. Is that correct? Right. Okay, so it's almost kind of like an X Files s thing where we're following Mulder and kind Scully, of, and yeah. there's different stories related to Only them. Mulder and Scully are more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my opinion. Um, right. Okay, so The Conjuring. John, what you got, man? Fox's X-Men movies? We're talking about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of any that I just loathe, to be honest. I was honest. also going to say The Purge. I don't understand why oh, that's Oh, I like The Purge. I haven't and seen the them. Pur- Maybe that's just because I haven't seen them. All right, you, yeah, you're the, passing uh, judgment From here. on the outside, it's like <laughs> July 4th Purge. You know, like, there's all these like theme purges happening. No, that's Every day Purge. <laughs> I mean, in a, it's kind of like... Don't wear uh, white. <laughs> Uh, the purge is happening this memorial. You know, it's a good like critique on society, though. It's actually really good, and there's some is depth it? there. Yeah, you know, obviously on a very superficial level, it's like yeah, it's just a stupid killing movie. Yeah. But and I actually and think that there's some. How many are they on? Three. Like, num- three. Number four comes out in 2018. Yeah, and number three was their best wow. one by far. Purge election year, especially in light of our own election, it's 
Again, that's just looking from the outside. Like, I don't understand why that's become a franchise, but clearly, I, I get it. I haven't research, seen all the paranormal so. activities, and I, yeah. I would say paranormal activity is the the franchise that I'm the most just like, why? Who let this? I happen? guess if let's say they hadn't wrapped up paranormal activity and they were making another one. Oh, never mind. Saw. I'm just not a Saw fan. Okay. I like the first one, and that's as far as it goes. Okay. Did you? Where did? When? Did, okay. Let's let's deviate for a second about Saw because this is one of those like franchises that I did not need to want to unpack because the first one. I went and saw the theater and I cannot tell you how disappointed in that movie I was like the creative, like we saw everything that was interesting and creative about that movie in the trailer. <laughs> and then the rest of the time it was Carrie Yules or Eulis. I don't know his name. The guy oh, from princess bride. He actually doesn't make appearance till the end of the film. Really? Right. Like, like Donald, Donald haven't seen Danny the Glover's in it. He's the what? cop. Yeah, Danny yeah, Glover's he, the cop investigating in these. Thing? Of course. Yeah, he's too song. old for this shit, man. Dude, yeah. I, okay, I've not seen this film in a while. That so I do maybe. remember. Your part I don't remember. I thought it was like a younger cop that we were following. There was, there was finally, two. Like, There's the a younger cop. Right, and Danny young Glover. Partner, and then, yeah, Danny Glover. The and they're investigating partner. the Jigsaw murders. He's one day away from retirement, bro. Yeah. They yeah. do make that joke in the movie, which I thought was like, I was like, all right, thank you for at least giving me this. Okay, well, you guys remember better than me. I didn't think we saw Carrie... Until the very end of the film. No, he starts out with him like in the room. And then while they're like kind of like contemplating the the tasks that are happening, like, you know, like, you know, like, how do we get out of here? What's going on? Oh, so all that's going on that with the investigation. While while Carrie Yules and the other guy are like figuring out what they need to do to get out. All the other murders are being investigated by Danny Glover and the the young cop. And then basically it kind of comes full circle because Carrie Yules has to get out. I don't remember exactly I know someone has like saw their foot off. Yeah. yeah, he goes, sorry, you got to die. And then like saws his leg off to get the key in this tub or, you know, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I For me, the reason I liked it so much because I had no expectations. I didn't watch any trailers for it. Like, Yeah, the person, I don't think I saw the trailer before. Someone I saw just brought movie. the film home and we watched it at the apartment one night. I was like, oh, mm. the, the cringeworthy moments of like, are these people willing to disfigure and damage themselves to live? You know, and like it made me think, like, am I willing to do that? Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Well, and that's kind of what the I know it evolved into a much bigger concept He's story like a, about like Jigsaw like having cancer and dying, yeah. and like he has like an apprentice girl for who like survived one of his tests in the previous movie. Yeah. It becomes this huge, huge drawn out thing. And so part of me gives him credit for um, you know, establishing and making this canon world that basically becomes huge. But at the same time, it's like after the first one and the second one, I was like, oh, this movie's just a showcase to basically show off these creepy ideas. Right. Yeah. And, and I it. no longer wanted to see the graphic mutilation to see where the story goes. Like, I just checked out. I was like, I, I don't agree. need to see any more of this torture porn business. I think basically yeah. they had a list of like 40 different like torture ideas. And then they were <laughs> like, well, we didn't get to use these five. But guess what? It's we got true. funding for a second one. Bring them up. Yeah. So Saw, that's my Do we like the creepy of- doll on the bike? I want to play a game. Yeah, I think it has some great ideas. I actually like the iconic. first one. Very yes. iconic. Now that is up there with probably Freddy and you oh, know yeah. the, the Jason mask. It's it's easier to make a franchise out of something when there's a symbol of it. Yeah. Them. So Jigsaw has definitely become a horror icon, but ugh, man. Oh, and now now you got me thinking. I'm on a roll. But obviously the Hellraiser franchise, that one went way the fuck off the rails. Child's Play. Yeah, Child's Play with Chucky. Ugh. I think, and I, that's one that got campy at a certain point, also. 
But you know what's weird? Bride of Chucky is one of the few camp horror movies that I'm like completely on. I haven't seen for. it. It's been on HBO Go for they ages. They just put out and... another one of those, didn't they? Cult of Chucky on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And we watched that the other night. Are we still having the same actor do the voice? Like uh yes. It was cool. it was right. uh, what's his face and um what's his face? The actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's been in a lot of good things. Was what's Brad his face Dorf? is famous. Is that who it was? I think uh, anyway. Not sure. But um that movie was a train wreck of like, but it was like one of those so bad it's good, good? movies. Okay. Like I, we watched that and I was like, wow, this is crow salvation level terrible. And I'm 100% into this. So, but isn't that cool. where the Chucky franchise was at anyway? Yes. After Bride of Chucky, it became <laughs> like, and, it's uh, all good fun at this point. Wishmaster is probably another franchise that could have stopped after one. Actually, 100% could have stopped after one. What are they up to? Like, they they up made to, like, four, four and then they're done. Yeah. yeah. They so that's a lot of like that's years. a lot of the ones. But like, so basically, just to kind of like recap back to it, like, so you would say, Conjuring's the one that you find the most kind of like, what Why the fuck? Why are we doing yeah, this? Saw. Saw for you, and for me, it's Paranormal Activity. Okay, that's. I'm just kind of curious because for me, it is. It becomes the just the sheer boringness of yeah. Paranormal Activity. Like, I, I just try to think. If Were they, you guys ever on board for these? franchises saw? or you're off that ride immediately i think the first two or three saws i was like all right this is pretty dope and when i heard like saw three was coming out i was like all right but then i was like all right here's saw five after it's number two i was off the ride which was like, no oh, was I'm number good. two the one in the house it's where yes. that girl falls in the pit of syringes yes okay number two that was my Ugh. favorite one and Ugh. that's kind of where but after number two i was like okay this is terrible terrible like to watch but all right, let's see what how three goes, and then it's like eh, from there. Then by four, I was like, I don't care. That's why I haven't seen Jigsaw yet. I just yeah. don't care. Obviously, Conjuring two for me is where I jumped off that. And hmm. It sounds like you were done with Paranormal after number About one. Fifteen okay, minutes so in, <laughs> I really had to. Like everyone was like, Paranormal Activity, dude, you're missing out. It is a phenomenon. You got to get in there. And I remember going to see it, and after being introduced to Mika right out the hmm. gate. And then having to like sit there and watch like what an hour and a half movie where literally maybe like there's 10 minutes of something that happens and the rest is just watching people dick around their house. I'm just like, dude. That's no, watching one person dick around their house and one person try and solve the problem. Mika's like, let's get this Ouija board. Let's try that. And then it just catches on fire. And he's like, that's pretty strange. It's more of like, let's poke yeah, the like ghost and see how far it goes. Is trying oh, to when not- he gets up there and starts like, Come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, fucking at me. It was just like, hey, man, guess what you don't do? Provoke a goddamn ghost. Right. Yeah. He's so dumb. He's just, it's just so unbelievable. But she's like, God, I'm trying to not die. And he's like, I'm going to piss this thing off. And he's like, why is the picture only cracked over my face? Well, I'm going <laughs> to tell you why, bro. You're not going to like the answer. Oh, man. So we've, <laughs> we've talked about some of the ones we like and some of the ones we don't. Is there any specific horror movie that you've seen? that either has just a solo movie or a, a sequel by itself that you would like to see become a franchise. Mm. If I had carte blanche on making my own franchise out of any existing property, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. something that's not already a franchise, not that you want to continue, but like something that's like, like there's no way that we're getting a blank two. I want this to see, I want to see blank five is slither a horror film. You I would say yes. I would Slither? say it's a sure, comedic horror film. I wouldn't mind seeing that go some places. That was fun. I can't think of a single one because what I maybe this is just me getting old and cynical, but I'm like, it's just going to get worse, and I don't want to risk it. You have something that you really, really love, and then they go make just a shit 
money grab version of it. It's always disappointing. And yeah, the, the, there is a chance that you'll get a really good one. Um, but like, you know, Freddy three, if you had just stopped that Freddy one, you would have got dream warriors, which is awesome, but it's so slim. It's so slim. It's, it's definitely a crapshoot. That's for sure. I would say that I would like to see a expanded universe series for event horizon. Mm. Like combine oh, like the one, fear yeah. of space and like and not like you know like oh there could be aliens type thing but like the Hellraiser meets like science yeah. like I think that could be really cool because again that's they tapped into like an alternate reality right. like through that black hole and they and cut like, a lot of shit from that movie to not get an X rating <laughs> yeah and that little quick yeah. flash montage where they quickly showed a bunch of stuff that they it was crazy yeah. so. Yeah, that was a really good movie. I'm trying to think, like, man, where would a sequel go? I guess, yeah, they could explore that more. But the ship could be found. Yeah. You could actually have, like... But the more know. that they peel away at the mystery, I feel like the shittier it's going to get. Well, I think that happens with a lot of these franchises. Yes, as we you know, talked about in the reboots episode. Over-explaining just sometimes makes it so much worse. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Event Horizon is probably the single um, horror film that could definitely use a revisiting... You know, because I feel like that movie definitely suffered from like late '90s film. Yeah, um, we had some really interesting choices made during that time that I don't feel were great. But like, there's a lot of like potential. Like, you know, like what if space travel like is not like you know interstellar? Like, oh, you can travel through time and shit like that. But what if it's actually like alternate dimensions and some of them right. are hellscapes and some of them, you know, affect other. You know, like that would be. I feel like you get into like a really crazy open ended. Yeah option that you could have like some Hellraiser esque. I mean, and you kind of get that a little bit with Hellraiser, but to combine those I think would be really interesting. Hellraiser went to space in one of the Hellraiser Did movies. he really? Did yeah. he? Oh, I can't remember that. He yeah. always oh, up in space. Man, he went to space and, and then also back in time it was, God, it was so bad. Wait, what? Yeah. Jason went to space. They turtles and timed it? Oh man, it was terrible. It was so, so bad. Um, but Adam Scott was in it. You're very, very young Adam Scott. <laughs> Oh, Krampus in this one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hellraiser. Um, man, Hellraiser. Speaking of like franchises you want, is there any franchises that you feel differently about now than you did maybe back in the day? Like, Mark, would you ever like revisit Saw and be <laughs> like, or, um, you know, Conjuring and be like, oh, I could be into this now? Or is there anything that's like developed a story that you specifically are like, now that I know more about this overarching like concept, I'm not as jaded on i liked the saw move and i saw the scream movies when they were coming out in retrospect i feel like mm, maybe they could have stopped a little earlier didn't they make four of those i think they did make four of yeah those. i don't know why so at the time when they were coming out i was like oh this isn't so bad but i recently watched at least the first three again and was like mm, kind of could have just stopped after one i feel like any movie that does the whole meta thing yeah is a really good thing to do to a one shot of. Exactly. I would say, you you mentioned Conjuring. Would I go back to it? Um, we've also compared it almost to uh, the X-Files. So these, in John, you've seen more of these than I have. Mm -hmm. if, if the mainline Conjuring films follow the formula of each episode is a different case, then I could potentially see myself going back to Conjuring later on, you know, if I hear, oh, this film's better than two, you know, let me just check it out. The story is actually well written. Yeah, so far. Kind of I mean, Annabelle and Annabelle Origins were the same, but... Um, yeah, maybe the spinoffs, like, I think that's getting out of control. Like, Annabelle, now we're doing The Nun in the, in the, the what is it, The Bendy Man? Yeah. Or whatever it was. Bendy. Crooked Man. <laughs> Crooked. The, the Bendy, Bendy Man. man. <laughs> 
Stretch Armstrong, arch enemy. Here's our next horror film, Stretchy. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I could be tempted back into it. I'm not. The Saw films, I already know what I'm getting, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't think I need to go. You're gonna get your 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 setups with these gadgets that are gonna tear your rib cage open. Like, eh, I'm good. I, don't need to watch well, I know, again. like one of the later ones ended up almost becoming like a chase like movie where it was like a we just gotta find out where this guy's is, this guy's housed, and it was like most of the movie was just like a cop drama oh i do remember thing. one of was there like was that yeah minimal there was minimal torture stuff but it was like very much like jigsaw's gonna set something up if we give him enough time to like yeah. chill out let's go find they always him. have to have like a franchise bending movie like that in the really long franchises those i feel like sometimes that's... those can revitalize it like yeah. new nightmare was a great example oh, when nightmare i saw new so nightmare good. i was like fuck this movie this is amazing yeah like that shit messed me up i was yeah, like I mean, I wow was dope i guess we should mention that at some point i if i'm recalling correctly jigsaw is going to die and he has to get brain surgery and then he yes. introduces his successor yes which is some girl happens. from like the said, first one, one or of the girls in the first one she actually becomes like obsessed and like becomes like his apprentice yeah. and they think that they they get jigsaw, but it's like it's still going on. What's going so on? So whatever yeah. number film that was, that was the last one I saw. Okay, they introduced that whole. I don't story. remember when I think it was, that was like four. It was pretty late. Yeah, it was probably yeah. four or five. Yeah, but um, so is there? <laughs> well, we definitely probably know the answer to this one. But is there any franchise that you feel like went on too long? I feel like you could say that about most franchises, yeah, almost all of them. But you know, definitely the Friday the Thirteenth, although. I've got a weird love for Jason X. Is that yeah? Jason X is dope. In we space? Go to space? Yes. Yeah, what? boy. Uber Jason. There's just something about that, and, and it's not even a horror film for me at that point. It's just no. straight camp. Look, he's in space. But we wouldn't have gotten that if it hadn't gone That's true. to. They did not That's take true. themselves serious at all with Jason X. It was so great, man. You can gut five through nine, you know. And yeah, for sure. Agree, but that, that kind of That's brings up that. a lot of film in that franchise that I don't care about. Especially Jason Goes to Hell. Good Lord, that movie was <laughs> shit. I did like the opening. When he gets shot to shit. <laughs> yes. They, they set the trap and the girl's going through the motions of, oh, I'm in the mirror. Yeah. I'm stripping and down. And Jason's like, what is this bullshit when the, all the lights the, come the up on him? The floodlights, bam, like, and then all the machine gun yeah. fire just rips him to shreds. Oh, uh, yeah. That part so was... That part, I was like, oh, okay, and this is a different film. The guy in the corner needs to eat Jason's heart for fuck whatever reason. That and, was a uh, bizarre scene. God, I hate that movie. <laughs> but again, we wouldn't have gotten... Uh, would we have gotten New Nightmare? Or would we have gotten Jason X if we hadn't gone through the paces Fair. of... Probably not. You know? I, I don't think we got Jason X. I think we would have gotten New Nightmare because that felt to me like Wes Craven just sort of waking up. I feel up like that was a story that he like, yeah. was like, ooh, what if? I feel like eventually yeah. he would have come to that. But um, he really was into that whole meta thing because the New Nightmare was like 94 and Scream was 95. He, he, was, he, he really he got caught into on that. to something. Yeah. Robert England, the actor, was starting to have nightmares of Freddy and he yeah. was painting oh, Freddy. so good, yeah. man. And that scene where the, the kid's in the hospital and Freddy just wrecks that babysitter. There's a lot to discuss about like, you know, franchises and, and I think it's gonna be unique for each person. Like how yeah. you feel it and how you feel about the actual like franchise itself. Cause again, creating a sequel guys, is gonna be tough, right? Because there's gonna be the fans that want it to be exactly the well, same. Well, the sophomore jinx. You always run into the yeah. sophomore jinx right. with anything like Freddy like, Two, for example. Twenty eight twenty eight weeks later. <laughs> which turns out, I guess, is the most homosexual f- horror film ever made ever made Wait, is yeah. Freddy 2 Freddy yeah. 2 Nightmare on I don't know how you two. didn't pick up on it they spent a disturbing oh. amount of time in a locker room <laughs> yeah and then that scene where they go to a straight up gay bar yeah or they just start like 
towel whipping each other and doesn't well, the coach the, die? The coach like, gets strung up in the yeah. gym shower butt naked and starts getting whipped with a towel yeah. in the ass. I'm like, go on. What is no, I'm <laughs> yeah, Freddy 2 was off the chain bunker. So when I man. told you that I like that film, I like the first 30 minutes of it. <laughs> oh, no, no backtracking yeah. now, Mark. And no backtracking the film now. shifted and got bad. And then Jason, or, I'm sorry, Freddy started terrorizing a pool party. Yeah. And he got real dumb. It was so bad. It's incredible. You're all my children now. It's incredible. So he yells at the party. Yeah. Wait, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. It's huh. incredible they made a three after just the absolute turd that two was. Because they hit that monetary, like, dude, we yeah, got a threshold. hit on our hand. We got to make another one. Wes Craven bounced. Yeah. And they brought in another guy who had done some, maybe some, some, some shooting stuff, yeah. directing, but not a lot. They pumped that out. It still made Buku money. Right. Um, Four was but okay. It didn't. It wasn't received very well. Yeah. And then number three, they bought in Wes Craven to do like a, a rough draft of the, yeah. the Dream Warriors. Right. Number three was definitely the best. Four, I think. And they brought back the main character from part one. Right. Doesn't get enough Nancy. love because it's a, three was so good. But I think four actually held up okay, and then it went down again. Which was the Dream Warriors? That's number three. Yes, the one where they all have like yeah, special no, I, powers. I remember that. Yeah. I, I didn't care They're for in a that group one home. much. And the kid goes all Harry Potter wizard shit. Yeah, lightning bolts, lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely was not a fan of that movie. Dude, like, that's the one where he pops out of the television and goes, it's prime yeah. time, bitch. Boom. I, and, like, I know. I, so I stand by my statement. And we had the giant penis snake Freddy <laughs> yes. who swallows the girl. Like, oh, man, that was such a good movie. How could you not like tendons, it? The tendons when the kid is being... Oh, like, okay, that puppet, messed me up. style. That was definitely one of those. It was terrifying and gross, but also it's the one thing I don't understand because... Freddy has never really been shown to be able to influence the real world too much, and yet he just teleports that kid through closed bars door, like a bar door. Yeah, it was very weird, but whatever, minor. So, Mark, sure. you had mentioned that you have a uh, a handful of franchise sequels that are coming out this year or soon. What do you got for us, man? Oh what do we boy, look here's what you, the horror fan, can look forward to in this coming 2018 and and beyond. Uh, we're getting a sequel to The Grudge. Okay. Let's talk about The Grudge. Do we consider The Ring and The Grudge kind of the same universe, or are those two separate? Are they supposed to be the same? I think they're supposed to be separate. I know it was like separate, Ring versus The Grudge, similar. like kind of like a Freddy versus Jason thing that happened recently. There really? Was a ring ver- yeah, there was a Ring versus The Grudge. No like, way. I really yes. like The Grudge. The Ring. Did you? Was well, that Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. That was the first movie that... She goes to Japan, and she's haunted by a, host, a ghost in the house. Yeah, but mm-hmm. man, with that like weird guttural sound it makes, and when it crawls okay, up under... Yeah. And like that one lady runs into bed and like bundles up, and then it's crawling up under her sheets. Like That oh, really stop, got to me, stop. man. And The Ring and The Grudge are both Japanese horror remakes, right? Yes, yes. they are. They, they remade them for American audience. Okay. The Grudge is the... <laughs> I don't go see a lot of horror movies, but I got drugged to that one. That was one of the first movies I thought I was going to have to leave out of embarrassment. I've told you this story. Just making a scene. I told you this before, Mark. (laughs) So, like, I kind of got drugged to it because everyone was like, you got to go see this. You got, we're going to go see it. We got to go. And I was like, okay, fine. So we're watching this movie and I'm just not on board for it. It's freaking me out. (laughs) I'm not okay with it. And I don't know if you guys remember in The Exorcist when she closes the door and there's that face on the back of the door, like Mm kind of superimposed, really light. That kind of stuff always gets me. The ethereal unknown, it might be there, it might not be, gets me all the time. So there's this one part, and it's not even one of the scariest parts of the movie. Is it in the bus? It's in the, she's on the bus, and then yeah. like that fucking face pops up in the window, just like barely visible. At that point, and the thing is, like most of the theater was just kind of like, oh, okay, that was kind of creepy. 
at that point in the theater, I stood. I was like, "All right, fuck this. I'm out." As loud as I could, I was so done, and I'm like, "Excuse me, excuse me." I'm thinking people like, it, "Oh, so it was a packed house." It's opening night <laughs> okay. at like yeah. Gateway Theater, and Great. like I'm like I do good up to that point, and that happens. I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out," and the entire movie theater is just laughing at me. Like they're just like this dude's had enough. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, and then my yeah. my friend Brian, who's there, like pulled me back down in my seat. And he's like, I might watch the Grudge tonight. Actually, that was such a good movie, man. That messed me up. I think there's material there to do a whole episode on Japanese re, uh, yeah. Americanizations. So we can definitely yeah. we can definitely, we can definitely get into that. that. Um, also coming up, Halloween is getting another one mm-hmm. with Jamie Lee Curtis coming back with as Jamie. Laurie. That's exciting. We're getting Insidious Four. Good. Which I've only seen the first one, and are you, would you recommend watching the others? Yes, I would. I have seen all three of the Insidious ones, and uh, I like them all. I mean, I, I don't know that they're the most terrifying of movies, but I believe Monster they're movie, going... like ghost it's movie? Ghost demon movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if I remember the plot of the first one, the kid gets kidnapped mentally and is taken to some place far out that the dad has to astral project himself to go get his son is that give me back my son you know what i mean um i mean yeah that's that's a description (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't call that the description but that is a description that's fair it's been a while i haven't seen it since in the theater so i could be we could uh, do an insidious episode um also coming out we've got the strangers too strangers yeah from like 10 years ago i thought thought that was interesting choice to bring that back i didn't like that movie I mean, yeah. like, is that the break-in movie that people yeah. like show up? It in had the like house Liv Taylor in it, right? And um, Liv Tyler. Tyler. Uh, then we've got uh, the beloved and renowned uh, classic coming back, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Are you 3D. kidding me? Wow, that movie made me afraid yeah. of clowns, which I am still to this day. That is that is in the works, so I'm looking forward to that. I think it's probably the anniversary of that film, and hey, I want to hear that Dickies tune again. <laughs> I like that theme song. <laughs> All right. And that's going to wrap up our first horror franchise discussion. Did we miss any of the big ones? Feel free to let us know on our Twitter page at The Grave Talk. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or topics for us to discuss, you can email us at gravetalkpodcast at iCloud.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And if you like our podcast, please consider sharing it with any other horror fans you think might enjoy our content. Until next time, keep yourself above ground, otherwise you may be dead, and the dead can't listen. Can't listen.